0: You're listening to Do What You Want Radio, a podcast series for creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and those ready to learn how to do what they want. I'm your host, Jordan Heffler. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Do What You Want Radio. I'm sitting here today with Omar Finley. He is a local comedian and the producer of No Show Comedy. Did I do that right? Yes. Yeah. You look so excited. I'm
1: very excited. Podcast it's, people can't see faces, but he's smiling very large. Yes. Very large smile. Um, you can also say, "I am the kid from Stranger Things." Everyone knows the kid. Oh my god! <laughs> you are okay.
0: So when I do the show notes, I always try to like pull some images or something from the Instagram of whoever I'm interviewing. So I mm-hmm. will have to find one a photo of you to put in there, so they can. Yeah. see that you are the kid from Stranger I am, Things. I am
1: him and his final form.
0: It's the hair. It's yeah. the unbuttoned, like, button down. Yeah. It's totally it. Do you watch Stranger Things?
1: Of course I do. I love Stranger Things. It was all, I was so happy that I came up with the firework idea. I was like, look at me.
0: I only ever made it to the first season, like, when oh, it, it first came out. Oops. So I need to, well, it's fine. I already forgot everything that happened. I'm okay. like, there was, like, some sort of, the the under. Upside Down. Upside Down, yes. (laughs) It's already been, like, three years or something. I know. And Millie Bobby Brown's, like, a full-blown woman now, and, like, everybody's just growing up.
1: You – we should just pause, and then you should watch the next two seasons. The problem
0: is I've been waiting for my boyfriend to be, like, available to watch it with me because we watched the first one together, but it happens every fall. It's football season. All he does is watch football. We don't make it through any shows, and then, like, we have to – we watch whatever we just watched, like, next time because we already forgot, and (laughs) we just keep watching the first seasons of things over and over again, so –
1: Oh my goodness. It's a very sad time. You should just do it without him. That's I'm, what I do. I'm probably
0: going to have to. He doesn't even listen to this podcast, so he'll never know. I'm yeah. going to listen to or I'm going to watch it all and then just act like I never did.
1: Leave. Don't leave him, but leave him in the dust as far as Oh, I've watched telegram. so many
0: shows without him because I work from home, so like I just put stuff on while I'm editing yeah. and I just I'll blow through like a Netflix season of something like in a day or two and then tell him all about it and then he'll still think I'm watching the one from like 4 weeks ago. <laughs> so, I always blow through shows.
1: I did the the most recent show I did that with is uh the boys. I was watching it with someone special and then we watched the first two episodes and she was like, Yeah, let's watch this uh in like a week and I and I was like, Yeah, sure and then like two days went by. I was like, Mm
0: <laughs> You gotta you gotta binge
1: it. I had to binge it. I, like I'm working from home, like you yeah. just get bored. and you're like I
0: started pen fifteen last night on Hulu. Oh. And it's hilarious okay. so far. So that's something new I started. Um but I need, like, a good, like, drama show. Like, I need, like, some... Because I just finished Dynasty, and it's kind of soap opera-y, but it's, like, it was there was a cliffhanger ending when mm-hmm. there was, like, dead bodies in the lake, and I'm like, I need it, and it can't No, until the next season mm-hmm. comes out, like, a year from now. So I need, like, another kind of drama, like, soapy... Not soapy, but, like, I like the dramatically everyone's sleeping with each other and they've all been married to each other and there's like secret baby secret wives I'm like I need to know
1: mm-hmm. um I'm good <laughs> I, need,
0: like, I need like pretty little liars gossip girl like pretty trash it. I need it
1: oh no I've heard about this thing called love island apparently that's a big uh, deal
0: I've been hearing about that too I've,
1: I've been hearing a lot of good things about it but I'm not a I'm not a purveyor of those kind of shows oh. but the bachelor and the bachelorette comes See, on and
0: I never watched that but I feel like I need to start because I listen to all these other podcasts uh-huh. where they talk about these things and so I'm always up to date on what's happening but I don't even watch the show
1: they come on the shows come on sometimes before we'll do some of our comedy shows at bars uh-huh. and so like I'll just see a snippet and I'm like what is going on that's wild and then I'll watch it for like 20 minutes while I'm like getting ready you should spoof it as part of like your like doing a bachelorette yeah spoof night
0: yeah cause oh. like I know like at Mansion Theater they do the spoof night with the family dinner yeah but
1: like you could do like the spoof night of like reality TV <laughs> that'll be fun All right, we're gonna I'm gonna write that down in my mental notes
0: well getting into that though let's talk about comedy because I've not interviewed a comedian I don't even know if I've really talked to a comedian truly about like what they do so I want to know everything about like what's it like being a comedian like how does that work Uh, how do you do it what do you do
1: it is hard yeah (laughs) I'm sure I didn't think it would be this hard and I never thought I was gonna get into it Mm -hmm. like when we met like I've never it wasn't even in my mind I remember he
0: used to sit next to me like in art history yeah at LSU yeah yeah with
1: um, Speed.
0: yes I think he's still there he is and he was not a fan (laughs) of me I literally I remember I got like a D on a like research paper I did Mm -hmm. and then he had all these like crazy grades on the like markings in red and it was like terrible like and I had I'm like an A student I never mm-hmm. got like D's on anything and then I didn't change anything and I returned in on Monday and I got like
1: an A that I didn't wild. even edit it <laughs> man is a wild man he kind of remembers me and I think that's a like I, I wear it as a badge of pride like he kind of remembers who I am he'll like talk to me for a split and then I'm realizing that he only knows me because I was like got like a CXC guy. And so he had to like I had to yeah. do all the papers, like do proofreading for a lot of them, so.
0: Well, hopefully he doesn't listen. I doubt he does, but no. I don't think he was a big fan of me. So, mm. interesting. But yeah, you sat next to me. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Fun times.
1: Yeah, I was I was always not doing what I was supposed to do. Well, you were doing what you want because yeah. that's kind about. of what we're should, here do you have like an air that. horn on the on the keyboard Are you got when we do do what you want on accent you just like bah, 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 bah.
0: no but I feel like we could like it could be a drinking game like take a shot every time we say do what you want or yeah. you do something well we're drinking beer not shots I don't do shots. not
1: we're, we're not since we're, the
0: reggie's days I can't
1: yeah're no, we're mature now.
0: 50 cent shot night is in the past
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to Reggie's three times.
0: What? I think I lived there. I uh-uh. think I had like residence there.
1: Uh-uh. I'm, uh-uh. i uh-uh. I went there once, my first time. I'll tell you this is this is a precursor to LSU's 20 2010. Mhm. 2 months before we our uh, freshman semester. Mm-hmm. I'm in Walgreens in Shreveport where I'm from and a guy sees that I have an LSU lanyard on my, my keychain. He says, "Hey, you go to LSU?" And this guy, like in his mid 20s, and I'm like, "Uh, yeah, my freshman year is coming up and uh, I start in August." And he goes, "Hey, you have to go to Reggie's. <laughs> so I was like, okay. And I was like, what is Reggie's? And he was like, it's it's the most magical place in the world. Oh, my God. It's and,
0: Disneyland for college students.
1: And I'm in a Walgreens, and I'm just like, really? And this dude talks it up, and he's like, he just tells me it's this great place. <laughs> and, like, so I get here, and my friends who were older, they're like, yeah, we got to take you to Reggie's. And I'm like, what is it? And, like, no one tells me. So much hype. Hype. And then I get there the first night. And I was like, this is not cool. (laughs) Like, the bathroom doors were wide open still. Uh, It was, like, it was good music. So I was dancing. This girl just, like, made out with me. I was like, oh.
0: That's the Reggie special. I Mm -hmm. would always get... Like, find a speaker or, like, an elevated surface to dance Mm -hmm. by myself. Because I just wanted to dance to, like, Boozy by Mm -hmm. myself. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I don't want your number. I don't care who you are. Like, I'm just here because I want to, like, dance. Yeah. And that was the best place because I'd always be like, boys aren't allowed on the stage. So I'd be like, perfect. I'm going to come up here and just, like, dance by myself. Write me down. Write me down. So 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 (laughs) many years I went by, I never got anyone's number. I was never, like, you know, sought out or talked to. I was always just, like, really sweaty in Tigerland, just dancing by myself, having a great time. But... Um, yeah, anyone listening who doesn't know Reggie's is, like, the 18-year-old bar.
1: Yes, it is. Um,
0: and it's super... Well, actually, I think it shut down. I'm confused. There was some no, drama. No, it
1: is, it is open again. I oh. live close to it, so I, well, I drive by every day. I
0: went, like, a year ago, so I
1: was It was closed twenty five a year ago, yeah.
0: And it's you're, like, senile if you go to Reggie's, like, after you're, like, 22, mm. maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's probably even old, 22. And we went, like, a year ago because a friend of mine, her cousin goes to LSU, but she wasn't from... Like so she was she went to U L or something. So she was oh. like, I always heard about it. I never got to ghost so her cousin convinced her to go so That's we all went. It's a honey and we were all like twenty five and we went and I had so much fun. But it's what? just so different because the music's different. Like, first of all, they don't play anything troll fam anymore. Like nothing. It's no. all just like random like young thug stuff and I'm like I don't even know what's happening. Same with Fred's. You go to Fred's, they're playing like Fallout Boy. And I'm like, that's cool, but this is not like an ironic, trendy thing. That's just like good music, but it's random that they're playing that at the bar now because that was like cool when I was like in eighth grade.
1: Yeah. It's strange. I need
0: like all the original Kevin Gates music, and I need like, that's where, what's it? Uh, Go uh, to Dead
1: Poet, they'll do that.
0: CF's never been there. Dead
1: Poet is a bar that used to be, it's at a place. Shady's. Shady's, which used to be Tops, which used to be The Levy? No, The Bandit. It was the well, it was
0: Shady's, Then I think then tops, tops. Then the bandit, the bandit, and then it
1: was <laughs> now it's Dead Poor place can't stay. Yeah,
0: alive. But Deadpool's I hear Dead Poet's cool.
1: cool. Dead is pretty cool, and there's a comedy show there like once a month that one of my friends runs. So. Um,
0: okay. Yeah. Well, we got on a tangent, but let's get back to LSU, LSU, LSU not Tigerland. Not Art Tiger History Land. Days. Art History Days. You. Yeah. Becoming a comic. How did this happen?
1: Uh, it happened in grad school. So. Okay. So. Um, later. A little bit after. So I started grad school in 2015. And uh, a good friend of mine who I used to rock climb with at the Breck Extreme Park, um, we worked there. Um, and he took me one day, he was like, hey, my friend is doing stand-up. Uh, would you like to come, do you like stand-up comedy? Um, and I want to support my friend. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll go. And his friend was headlining. So we went and watched his friend headline. It was amazing, and I was like, hey, that was cool. And he was, I was like, really, thank you for, you know, taking me, and I've been to a couple of stand-up shows before, like, back home, and, um, like, even when, like, big names come came to Baton Rouge beforehand, I would go, and um, he was like, you know, I used to do this, man, you should, did you like it for real? And I was like, dude, I loved it, man, I always wish I could do, like, stand-up, and he's like, okay, I'm signing you up for the open mic next week, you're coming, and then, I thought he was joking. And then, like, three, four days go by, and he's like, hey, I hope you have a set ready. You're signed up for the open mic." This night. is,
0: like, the plot of 8 Mile. Yeah. But, like, not rap, like, yeah. comedy.
1: And so the next Wednesday, I went to the station and uh, off of Bennington, and it's, like, yeah. the oldest and longest-running, like, comedy show. Is it? Yeah. I've
0: it. never been to the station, but I always see it, and I'm like, I it, should probably go check this out. It's cool. <laughs> is your voice wavering <laughs> a little bit
1: there? Uh-oh, I need to drink <laughs> a little bit. Wait, let me let me... Pause the podcast. Hold on.
0: Well, all I will say is that time I drive by there's no one there, so I don't know if it's like a late night. It's place. more of a late
1: night thing and it's like it's a weird crowd. Like not old people, not young people, it's just like a mix of you'll you'll get mm. everything. But uh, they have the longest running stand up show there and it's every Wednesday. Really? It's called Delete Comedy. So I ended up going uh, with Nam and then I loved it. And then I literally that Wednesday was my first time and they that was the only show. And I did not stop or take a break. I would go every Wednesday for, like, I think seven months before, like, something happened. I couldn't go for one week. Wow. And then by that point, I was just, I was fully, full dive into it. And then, like, nine months later, we started No Show, Nam and I. And uh, that's why it's called No Show. It's Nam and Omar Show Comedy.
0: I never realized that. Well, Well, I still, I suck. Like, I still haven't been to one. Like, I'm friends with you on Facebook, and you're always inviting me. I gotta do it. I just haven't been. But honestly, I don't know if I've ever... (laughs) <laughs> Besides on, like, this, like, lame cruise I went on last year. Mm-hmm. I hate cruises. That's a whole nother podcast. Anyways. We'll talk about that. Later. Other than that, I've never been to, like, a comedy show. Well, I did see the Impractical Jokers dudes and they came to the Sanger because Christian's a big fan. Yeah. Um, But that wasn't even really stand-up. It was kind of very scripted. Like, it was a show show. It's, yeah. I've never been to straight-up, like, just a stand-up comedy show, I don't think. It's
1: a beautiful, like, I tell people all the time, it's one of the most beautiful, like, performance arts to be a part of and, like, it's it's really hard. I, it's because of
0: I can only imagine. There's so much respect for someone who can get up there and put themselves out there and like.
1: Yeah, I, you we're getting judged. I think it's the hardest performance art only because you know how good or bad you're doing every like 10 seconds, and you're constantly looking at the audience. You're getting feedback on your performance. It truly
0: is improv while huh? you're while you're trying. Well. No. No. Oh, because, okay, so you're writing jokes ahead of time, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Like, but, but I mean, but I mean improv in the sense of, like, you're gauging the audience and, like, yes. kind of
1: going. It's a it's feedback loop. Imagine, yeah, yeah. like, going to an art, like, you do your, like, a, a a piece, and then you go to critique, like, in, you know, an art class, and then you're getting all that feedback, and you're like, well, damn, I wish I was getting this while I was working. And that's, like, right. sometimes, like, you can tweak your set while you're going, and you're like, oh, they're not liking that jokes about, like, my family. Maybe I should do more broad stuff. And, like, mm. it's weird. Like, uh, I'll tell you, this happened on Monday. I was at a river room meeting with someone, just mm-hmm. randomly. Um, and a guy heard the guy, was like, yeah, hey, yeah, he was introducing me to his friends. And a random guy was at the bar, and the random guy heard me getting introduced. He was like, this is Omar, he's a stand-up comic. And this random guy was like, I don't believe you. And I was like, nah, dude, I, you can look me up. I, I'm, I'm on Spotify, like, yada, blah, blah, no-show comedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, prove it. And I was like, no, nah, man, I don't, I don't work that's for free. That's kind of ballsy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't work for free. And we're, like, sitting outside on the sidewalk, and the guy pulls out a $100 bill, and he's like, I will pay you for 15 minutes of stand-up comedy right here, right now. And I don't know if you ever seen this someone pull out a $100 bills and t- tell you to do something really quickly you know you can do. I took the $100 bills, and I immediately did a 15-minute set. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. That, part of that's, like, inspiring, but also kind of, like,
1: it's weird as how Condescending
0: a little bit for him to be like, I'm going to pay you right now. Like, I don't believe, like, it's kind of, like, pretentious at the same time. It is pretentious. But the fact that you were able to be like, okay, fine.
1: Yeah. Well. And, and I did it. And then afterwards, he, like, pulled his phone, and it was, like, exactly 15 minutes. And he was like, I'm just surprised you even had a set. Yeah. He said, quote, your jokes were sometimes upper middle class black, but, like, it was funny, dog. And I was like, Okay.
0: I guess it's interesting because like when I think of like comedy because I don't know about the medium I'm not like well versed in like who good comics are I don't know the Yeah (laughs) Well I just don't know like so in my mind I think comedy I think like Eddie Murphy or something and so but because it's like I only know like the super well like Robin Williams or whatever and so I imagine like if you see someone on the street To be a comic, I'd be like, oh, you must be, like, wearing, like, funny stuff or crazy stuff. Or, like, you must be, like, crazy and, like, outgoing. But that's not true. And I know that now. But, like, it's interesting because, like, from his point of view, just being like, I don't believe you. I guess that is kind of how it goes. Because, like, how do you know someone? Because people don't know that I'm a photographer. And then like you know they're like well that you know i I am a photographer i have a camera and i'm like no but really i'm a photographer like i don't carry it around with me all the time but like i shouldn't
1: have to prove it to you that i know what i'm doing exactly and that's the weird thing about it is like you get asked like all the time like tell me a joke tell me a joke and then nine times out of ten when you say man i'm this is not the time or place for this and like you're not gonna pay me to do what i do and i get paid to do this and they're they're gonna like back off and he was like no, no, no. Here you go. I want to see it, and then I That's did a so set. That's so
0: interesting. And
1: then he paid me again.
0: I wonder if that guy's listening. Who is this guy?
1: Uh, he follows me on Instagram because okay. we became friends. His name is Zuri. So Zuri, if you're listening, thank you again because uh, I had bills to pay, and you helped me out. Um interesting he was trying to hit on some girls and so he tried to buy them drinks and they were like not a fan and he was like what if I bought you drinks and entertainment and then he oh my gave gosh. me another $40 <laughs> and I did another 10 minute set on the sidewalk to four people
0: man things are really going down at the River Room yeah. you should just perform there do you ever yeah. perform there no well they obviously need to hire you because you're like doing business on their grounds yeah
1: hey River Room I will do uh, Monday Entertainment um, contact me at No Show Comedy or at Omar Finley on all the social media thank there you there you go um He told me later he was unemployed, but I was like, I'm not giving you your money back.
0: (laughs) No, there's a no return policy on a a service-based business. I can't
1: take my jokes back from the ether, you know what I'm saying? Right. That was Uh, weird. That's so interesting. Well, That's a day in the life of a stand-up comic. So,
0: do you find yourself in conversations with everyone all the time feeling like you have to be, like,
1: quote-unquote funny? Only if they know I'm a stand-up sometimes so like if they ask me and then they start asking me those questions and you know it goes the route that I normally know where it's just like I'm not gonna do this like it's not the time or place and you're not gonna pay me then there's like they're like oh well you're the comic and then you start hearing condescending stuff like hey man you 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 can use that for your bit and it's was like come on dude i don't need your stupid joke about your mom like this is so similar model. to photography <laughs> exactly people
0: come to me and be like if you need like you know i can model for your portfolio if like, you need photos for your portfolio and i'm like one no who are you yeah, i'll pick my own models Two, my portfolio's been done since like 20 you know 12 like i, I don't i'm good like <laughs> not to sound like pretentious but really like you're getting more out of this than i am like exactly. what what like no so it's so similar it's like the same it's thing it's
1: weird like and i don't think people really I think it, there's a, a shift in, like, the paradigm where, like, because of, like, Netflix and all these new streaming services that are, like, producing a ton of comedy. One, because it's just, like, a cheap way to... Pr- you can cheaply produce it. It's not an mm-hmm. expensive it's thing. It's just
0: one per- It's just filming of one person at one of their shows.
1: Exactly. Um, <laughs> they already so,
0: are putting the bill for all the set. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, they're already doing it. Yeah. So, like, there's, like, an increase in, like, people understanding, like, that it is an art form and that it, like... And, they, and, like, there's podcasts out, like, now, and people are, like, listening to the, pro- like, you know, the process of, like, going to open mics and, like, bombing and the, the trials and tribulations that you might go through. But, like, still, also, people have this other t- commentate like connotation that, like, stand-ups are just, like, wild-wacky guys, and they, they'll do it all the time. It's like, no, man, like, I like to, like, chill. Um, yeah. I think I'm funny. Like, I think I'm a cool individual. Like, I hope, you know. But, like, I'm not, like, stand-up Omar all the time. like Well, and it's, like...
0: Like I said, it's like that antiquated view. Like I had that, like if you're a comic, you must be like this obnoxious, like super outgoing, like crazy person, like shock or value or depressed. That's the other, yeah. and I know that's probably a stereotype, but I don't. I do know that that's yeah true a lot of the times mm-hmm. because it's like a coping mechanism to be mm-hmm. funny but that is interesting because yeah I mean if you were a singer it's not like you'd be like singing all yeah. the time at people Same. down the street
1: Plus <laughs> me a note right now no like, cause no. you could
0: be like no you'd pay that person for their show so yeah. it's interesting that it's taken differently in and your devalu- profession yeah
1: and I think a little bit devalued too yeah because uh, there's a big uh, like rift between the Eddie Murphys and things like that and then like if you're not one of them people are like hmm I mean, you, ju- you can be just as funny um Or
0: funnier, yeah. Yeah. There's so many, and so, what do you think about like social media and these people who are getting really famous for doing like like from Vine or on TikTok or doing little like Snapchat bits and like making a career out of that with their own social media following?
1: I applaud them. I think it's cool. They're bringing more like life and light to the medium of like I guess entertainment. Mm -hmm. But some of them are I consider only entertainers. They're not actual.
0: Uh, Like, they might not be able to go do stand-up, but they can, like, make everyone laugh by doing their skits on their Instagram. Yeah,
1: they're a comedic entertainer. But, like, I I think a lot of people, um, because I guess I would say I'm a purist. I'm just a pure stand-up comic. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't do sketches. I have some stuff written down for, like, pilots and stuff. But, like, I really just want to be in the lane of stand-up comic and, like, comedic actor. That's where I want to, like, transition and pivot. But, like, everyone lumps these guys that you see on Facebook and Instagram and Vine and TikTok and comics in the same thing and mm-hmm. it's like uh, there was that one guy uh, it, it was pretty big famous he was like at Just for Laughs last year and then like he's like pretty big on Vine or whatever is that
0: the Trevor Wallace guy with the White Claw stuff
1: no not him, not
0: him. <laughs> he, he does funny. make me laugh
1: he, he has really good stand up <laughs> um, and I appreciate him but no it was like a like a country guy I, I, I feel bad because I don't know his name but like he like bombed at just for laughs like and he like kind of has like a dressing dressing up shit and all that and he bombed at just for laughs and chris red was like yelling at him out, like backstage and he was like real comics right jokes and i tweeted at chris red and i thought that was hilarious um but like later on he still goes and packs out casinos and casinos because he has that following because yeah. nowadays like i think it's they are looking at like if you're profitable on social media and mm-hmm. hey, this guy has millions of views and, yeah, he can go do a show, a one-man show, and do stand-up as his persona of whatever it is. I can't remember.
0: He'll and be on that Carnival Cruise. At the-
1: and exactly. <laughs> yeah. do you know what those Carnival Cruise comics get? It's like $1,200. They'll be there for a week. Huh.
0: Is that good or bad in the comedy realm?
1: Hey, that's steady.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you but know? you gotta be on a boat. And I was sick, and I was only on the boat for like three days. I could never. I know a girl who was a dancer mm-hmm. on cruise ships full-time, and now she's a Pelicans dancer, but... I mean, she would be like gone for like six months at a time. Yeah. And I was like, "How do you do it?" She's like, "You just get used to it. You're seasick for like the first thirty days, and then you just, you're just on a boat." <laughs> I'm yeah. like, that's so weird. I can't imagine living like that and doing work like that.
1: I've only been on a boat once, and literally it took me three days to recover. When I got back, I off, had like vertigo
0: when I came home from the cruise. Yeah, I, was I was sick weird. for like two I was like, days. I was like, Why am I feeling I like a <laughs> I Hated it. I hated it. I truly. I need to do like a solo episode where I just rant about my Carnival cruise experience.
1: My Carnival cruise experience, with that, was really fun. I made some really good friends. I've been friends with them since for four years now.
0: Well, I like the idea of cruises, but the actual like why can't it just be a, a stable
1: room? <laughs> why does it have to be on the boat? I, I hate that people lie about the food. They were like, "Man, the food's amazing." And no, it like, was terrible. No, no, it's, it's, I was very sketched out. I was not like I, I was questioning. I'm not a buffet guy anymore? Which no, is weird. no, like, me I used, to, I used to be, but now I'm not. I'm
0: not a domestic beer girl or a buffet girl anymore. I feel like I have grown out of that. I'm too good for both those. Yeah, like yeah. even yesterday, we went to Thai kitchen. And they were like buffet or you want a menu. I was like, uh, I need a menu. You have to cook my food. Yes. Fresh please. I do not want Pad Thai that's been sitting there for three hours.
1: Kitchen is the one in the pink building on the Florida, right? No. No, it's time. Pepper.
0: Yeah, I've never been there. But this is the one by um by Walmart, Walmart and Hobby, and Lobby, and Hobby Walmart. Lobby.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. good,
0: it's really good, but yeah. I don't I don't mess with buffets. Yeah, thai it's one. It's just not my not my style. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're good.
0: Um, where was I gonna go with all this? Oh. So What is the process? You were saying there's podcasts and stuff that explain the process and the trials and tribulations of, Mm. like, stand-up. What is that like, from your experience? Because I don't even know. First of all, it takes a lot of, you know, guts to get up in front of people.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm not
0: embarrassed or shy. I could do that. I couldn't tell joke Like, that's putting yourself really out there. Yeah. Like, you're not funny, Mm -hmm. and you bomb. That's got to be such a (laughs) bruise on your ego.
1: (laughs) Have you bombed? (laughs) yeah i have a horror story um like seven months in i got to host um uh you remember those uh pop art uh nights that uh nita used to put on no pop pop art shows um where there was one at the varsity and this is like 2016
0: what the heck was i
1: doing I'm you know you no Nita Peranian. i I I'm so sorry if she listens to this and I screwed up her last name but and like, I'm
0: sorry if she listening to this and I've met her but I yeah, don't think I know the name she was
1: putting on these pop art shows for a while and it was like art like installation art like different artists different vendors all coming up and so she asked me Nam and I to host the show along with this another guy named like Ariskany He was on the show, and uh, I'm, like, seven months in, I never did a room besides the station. And the station is very, like, it's a really cool room for stand-up, because, like, you walk in to the left, it's a bar, and, like, pool tables and bar shit, and then there's another door that goes to the right, and it's a stage, and it's, like, you know, seating around it, and there's another bar. And so, like, you can go to the station and, like, go do comedy and like people can still go to the station and be wanting to be loud and bar, but this separated. So, yeah. so like I was only used to the intimate setting, and I got to the varsity, and the varsity is so big, as far it's as like, like a
0: formal stage it's venue. A, it's yeah, a, it's
1: a real venue, and like the way that the pop art show was set up. So it's not people aren't just there for comedy; they're there for all the different acts, and there was mm-hmm. acro yoga and all that. And um, and the thing that messed me up the most was not the fact that the the place was so big, but when I got on stage, I would never been more than three feet away from the audience. Mm. So It's they, not as intimate the, anymore. Yeah, the pit was completely empty, and no one was, everyone was standing behind the sound booth in the varsity, which is, like, right by the bar. Yeah, that's really awkward. So I couldn't hear people laughing, and, like, it was just kind of, like, I did, like, nine minutes, and, like, I, my ego went from, like, up here to, like, down there, and I was, like, not embarrassed, but I was like, damn. Like, that's this is my so first awkward. real, real bomb. But like, that's
0: what I always see, because I go to so many concerts, and I just think about that. It's the same thing with, like, bands and musicians. Sometimes Christian and I will go to a concert, and all of a sudden we feel like we're, like, the martyrs for the, whatever this band is, like, we're the only two people there. And then, yeah. so then we're like, okay, we have to stay the whole time. We have to, like, clap extra. Li-. And then, that's so awkward, too, as Dude, when watching. Yeah. But everyone has to go through that, because yeah. people don't always know who you are, or maybe they know who you are in one setting, and then you go somewhere else. Um, and I can only imagine. And I haven't, I speak at things every now and then. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are on the same page as me. And I'm not a comedian, but they'll just be laughing along with what yeah. I'm saying. And it's, like, comfortable. Because sometimes naturally, I speak. You're
1: like, great human being and you have a good energy about you. Well, I'm just like, very
0: conversational. Yeah. I'll talk to you like I talk to anyone else. But sometimes it's, like, a group of people who are older or they don't understand my humor and they're just staring at me and I'm just like, anyways, branding. Uh, <laughs> so I can kind of, branding. I can <laughs> kind of, like, feel your pain there. But I just feel like it's so much more vulnerable as a comic because yeah. it's you, like your
1: work yeah and uh, I guess for the, like, the process like when you have a new joke that's like I get the most excited and most nervous because you have no idea what's going to happen like once you've done some stuff for a while you, you know the highs and lows you know your cadence you know who what they're going to laugh at where you might get some extra pops here and there if you got your tags but like when you do a new joke like I did a, <laughs> I did a new joke um, I started I started getting it together uh, a week ago um, but I went to a wedding. And long story short, for the bachelor party, uh, we did not do a real traditional bachelor party. We played Dungeons and Dragons. And I was super excited to talk about that on stage because I thought that was absolutely trash. Um, <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was cool and trash at the same time. Um, because uh, it's just like friends from college and, you know, we're all in town. People flew in and then it's like the bachelor party. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I, like, hijinked the game. My character's name was Lucas from Stranger Things, haha. Ha. And um, <laughs> but like getting on stage and like working that out like uh, the way I do my joke writing process is like I write a premise uh, first. So I just I just said in my notes it was bachelor party D and D game, and then I kind of go through the story or and how I like organically the first time, and then I get off stage and I write what worked, what didn't work, mm-hmm. what I wrote down. Like what did I say? Then next time I do it, I'll do that, plus, you know, then look at the notes that I did and add or subtract anything. And then, like, I'll keep going back to that original premise, and then my notes will, like, get bigger and bigger until it's a full-on blown bit or story or whatever. Um, some comics write everything down first and then, like, rehearse it and then say And memorize it. it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not that.
0: You're more organic with it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a storyteller. Uh, yeah. I don't do, like, one-liners and stuff that much, and I also... Kind of like improv, I took improv at LSU mm-hmm. uh, for elective actually, and uh, so like I kind of like having that element to my like act, I guess, quote unquote. But yeah,
0: making it up as you go,
1: yeah, it's just extremely personal though. Like, and that's something I never understood until like I got into it. Like, it's just like really hard to explain, but like, you start doing these things and people and like telling, like reaching deep, and like, I'll talk about, talk about you know, relationships, I'll talk about being afraid of stuff i talk about you know my appearance i talk about my family i talk about whatever that i think is worth talking about and then like sometimes if it doesn't go well you're like oh man this is not you're like like looking at the crowd and you're like oh so it ain't good huh (laughs) like and it happens and it's okay and it's fine like you'll learn a lot from like the the bad moments more than you do sometimes the good moments um
0: Well, I recently really got into The Marvelous Miss Maisel.
1: I keep... I need to watch it. It's so
0: good. And, like, I don't want to just be like, oh, you're a comic. Like, you're going to like this because it's about a comedian. But, like, really, it's a a good show. Mm -hmm. And I, like I said, didn't know anything about, you know, comedians or the process or anything. But that show really kind of goes into the life of, you know, not making any money and having a tour and especially Ugh. she's like a woman and it's in the 60s and so she's not really respected and she's Jewish and so but the moral of the story is like she makes so many jokes about her family and her family doesn't know she's doing this and then mm. there's like this one point it's not really a spoiler but like her dad's in the audience type yeah. thing. Do you ever have those situations where you're telling a joke about like something or someone personal and like mm-hmm. the people are there like yeah. is it offensive? Is that weird to you or um, to them?
1: I told some I've told jokes about my family to my family. But, like, it was... For instance, I, no one in my family watched me do stand-up, and I have family members who live in Baton Rouge. I'm from Shreveport. La... Ha, ha, ha. A lot of people laugh about that. Um, but I, I, I did... I was doing stand-up for a year, and no one had seen me, but they knew about it. And then our year anniversary for No Show... So it was like a year and a half, almost two years for me personally at that point for doing stand-up. My dad drove in from Dallas and saw me perform. And then my uncle came too. And I had been doing this bit about like growing up and like my favorite movies and how my family took. My my favorite movie when I was a kid, I legitimately was Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. And I watched it so many times they took it away from me because they (laughs) thought I was going to start talking like him too much. (laughs) And so I did that joke in front of them because I wanted them to hear it and afterwards it was instead of like them like being mad that i was like talking about how they parented and like stuff they were like really into it because like that happened and they were like super cool and they were like telling my family so like a couple months later i came i went home and did a show in Shreveport and my dad told my mom uh, to make me do that joke and so that was like a really cool experience so and they
0: weren't like mad about yeah, it they yeah they weren't yeah. mad
1: about it and i talked and then, and then also riffed about like and talked about how it took them two years to see me perform, <laughs> like, and I was like, "Y'all are good parents." But
0: <laughs> well, that's like what I always wonder about, because like that's one of the main, you know, storylines in the Marvelous Miss Maisel is that all the things that are funny that she talks about are like jabs at like mm-hmm. everyone around her, and I feel like all the things that I would think were funny if I were to tell jokes would all be like mean things about mm-hmm. like my family and friends, and yeah. so being a comedian, it's kind of like you have that buffer where you're like, "I'm a comedian, like oh this yeah, this is a joke." But where do you draw the line of like being like funny and being like offensive or mean? And do you struggle with like jokes being like like all the um, what's his face uh, Ke- Kevin Hart all Kevin the Hart. Kevin Hart drama? And like, uh, how, where do you draw the line of like being the comedian and saying things that are funny versus like hurting someone's feelings? feelings. Because I that's kind of what comedy is—is is like yeah. hurting feelings, but like in a fun way. It's lighthearted. I, I
1: think it's I think it's not necessarily hurting feelings, but. Jabbing at the sore spots and like mm-hmm. understanding why someone might get a little bit upset and then un- like showing them why this is funny to you. But like, um, I don't really talk about people too much explicitly. Like, I will, but it's normally in a very like, I have jokes about my grandmother, but it's actually both my grandmothers put together.
0: Okay, so you create your own characters, kind of, kind within of, your jokes. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're very true, but it's like, my grandmother from my mother's side, grandmother from my father's side. But I try to tend to stay away from that, because I don't... Unless it's on a roast battle, that's different. But, um, I don't know, it's weird. I, if it happened to you, and you find humor in it, and you think it's fun, and you like and, and you enjoy telling it, I think I tell everyone to go for it. Like, mm-hmm. I, tell, I tell stories about people i've slept with girls that like i've been in relationships with i tell stories about my ex that like dumped me like it's it's all fun and games like and then it's it's cool and i don't think i don't think it's necessarily for me when i do those kind of stories and stuff i'm not making fun of that person i'm normally examining how i felt about the situation that i was in and making fun Mm -hmm. of what my observations are
0: you're just like poking fun at the truth of, it of all. That, yeah, yeah,
1: the truth of it all, or the the absurdity of it all, yeah. which is which is where I kind of like navigate. Um, very rarely do, unless it's like a famous person. Like I've made fun of R. Kelly many times. I there's an album, our first album, my track was actually called "Kill R. Kelly," and I was legally told I could not make my uh, track that. Wow. Yeah, because I had a joke before the documentary came out. Yeah, yeah. that I was like, we should just kill him and it would be way better for everybody because then I can enjoy his music again. And then the documentary came out, and I was like... But see,
0: I think that's funny. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: like... But I have a very dark sense of humor. But legally, I can't have his name in my track.
0: Even so. under the... Well, how did... I mean, Eminem's not a comic, but, like, how did he even get away with, like, all of his, like, raps about, like, killing his wife and putting her in the trunk and, like, Stan? their stand? name is
1: not the track name. Well,
0: because it's story.
1: Yeah, and so the it's name interesting. is not the track name. But his name was the track name, and I could not do that. Interesting. I Did never you?
0: think about the legal side of comedy. I,
1: yeah, I never thought about it either until they were like, hey, you can't do this. And, yeah, I was like, he's a bad person, though. We should just, you know, get him so out So where
0: of does comedy lie within the freedom of speech, like, clause of whatever? I mean, like, if you were talking about, like, I don't know. Like, I was just telling Omar before we started, I just went and had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. If you were to do a bit about Popeye's chicken mm-hmm. sandwiches yeah. and you, like, published it in your track or whatever, mm-hmm. are there any, like, legal... Is it like slander? Like, how does that I don't think work? It's
1: slander, but I think it's just like you can't legally have, like, for, for the R. Kelly thing, it was more of a legal thing for I could not have another artist as a track name or inside of my track name. But I can talk about them all the hell I want because that is freedom of speech. Um, I think now you're like we're getting to an age where a lot of comedians feel like their freedom of speech is being infringed upon because there's so many hot button issues and there's so because many different.
0: Everything is controversial, yeah. and everything's like not politically correct anymore. So you truly like I feel bad for comedians because like nothing's funny anymore because you're gonna piss somebody off no matter yeah. what you do, and that's kind of always probably been the backlash of the medium. Yeah, but I just feel like it's so amplified right now.
1: Yeah, I think and it, I think it's very easy to be put on a, a chopping block. Because of, like, how social media works and things like that. But I feel like it's our job to, like, still look at it. And if you think something's good, you think something's funny, talk about it. It's okay, they they say that's not. If it's funny, it's funny. That's the mm-hmm. rule for everybody. And I think that's the rule for me. Um, the R. Kelly thing. I thought it was very funny. You thought it was funny. Um, it's still on there. It's just not the track name anymore. But I definitely talk about them for, like, a good minute. Did you know that we gave them Keys to the City?
0: Yeah. No, that, I, I think I didn't know about all that.
1: I did not know about that until like maybe a week before the album recording, and I had to talk about it. I it was cracks
0: like, me. Like, I don't know. We
1: gave him keys to the city. There was one. I don't really
0: listen to R. Kelly, but there was one song I had on one of my Now CDs back mm-hmm. in the day. Shorty Jordy had all the Now CDs. Yeah. And it was Wait, I Shorty wish Shorty Jordy is your. Oh, Shorty Jordy. Well, I was like really short with the puberty extremely late. Shorty Jordy. And like some kids at school called me Shorty Jordy. So when I refer to myself anytime before like seventh grade, no eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shorty Jordy. But anyways, I had a Now CD, and I Wish by R. Kelly was on there. And I loved that song. I played it into the ground. And then when I found out about everything he did, I was like, this is so sad. But that's, like, a lot of musicians now. It's so hard not to get super controversial, but, like, one of my favorite bands is Brand New. Mm-hmm. And that's awkward because, like, the singer was accused of doing all these, like, sexually assaulting mm-hmm. type of and crimes it's such and, a weird line. and it's so hard because I'm like I love the art but you hate the artist but then like you get like slammed if you're listening to it and and it's so many people now because it's like at this point everyone has like even Bill been, Cosby
1: is like he was one of the best storyteller yes. comedians ever but now everyone just only knows him for
0: right and if you watch the Cosby a, show it, it's kind of awkward now because yeah. you're like thinking about stuff so it's interesting not I didn't mean to get on this tangent but that no, is it's important, um though. that's crazy in this day and age too where like anyone's past can be like brought up so fast and like like i was saying kevin hart and all that drama Mm -hmm. and then like ellen DeGeneres got into it and then everyone was like slamming her and then it's just such a um a trickle effect and or domino effect and so it's you got to be pretty gutsy to put yourself out there at all in any capacity now because Mm -hmm. like you're just putting yourself out there to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. for all the attacks
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's one thing i was like i kind of i would hate for someone to be like you know what i want to dig up omar stuff and then be like uh I have a parking ticket. That's that's my stuff. Um, but like,
0: like, <laughs> Right, as of now.
1: <laughs> I have a parking ticket, and I might be really broke. That's about it. Um, I got a parking ticket today, actually. It was trash. Ugh,
0: parking tickets are always the trash. The lady
1: saw me walking up, and I was like, hey, please, come on.
0: I got a parking ticket a while back for parking somewhere next to a meter downtown where it said no parking on Sundays, and it was a Tuesday. So I parked there. And then I caught the cop putting the ticket on there. And I tried to tell her, like, it said, and she's like, well, you can't park here. I'm like, well, the sign says no parking on, like, Sundays. And it was, like, a Tuesday. She's like, well, you can't do it. So I get the ticket. So then I go online to pay the ticket. And then a couple months later, my dad tells me, this was my old car, um, that he's got a warrant out for his arrest because I didn't pay a parking ticket. And the car was under his name. And so all of a sudden, he's got, like, (laughs) a warrant out for his arrest. And I I I was like, I paid the parking ticket. And then they told me oh, no, you paid, the number was, like, a zero off, so I paid someone else's parking ticket, like some old man named, like, Edwin or something.
1: Hey, shout and out then, to Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: then, and then they were like, well, you can we can return it, and so now he's going to have a warrant out for his arrest, but I, it was this whole thing. It was, like, a six-month thing for, like, a $50 parking ticket for me parking downtown where it said that I could probably park. Anyways, that's another ranch. But uh, hey, But, Band okay. but situations right. like that yeah. is how I can imagine, like, coming up with some sort of joke, mm-hmm. like, No, I couldn't because I'm not a comedian. But, like, do you get, like, your joke ideas and stuff from little things like that that happen every day in your life?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I mean, Monday, that's going to be a joke. I'm going to tell that on stage. I just haven't had time to yet. Um, Bachelor Party, that's the thing. Forrest Gump. All the the things that I – it'll be little things. And I'll just be like, I think that's funny. And then, you know, if it sticks in my head, the rule for me now is if it sticks in my head – more than like 12 hours I should write some kind of note down and that's a just, good and rule just, to live by yeah and just write it down and, just, and whatever and when I get to it I get to it you know um, it is it is the inspiration for like stand up I think for every person is different but like I don't I don't force myself to write that's one thing I like try not to do like I just try to like let, let it come to me like mm-hmm. you know there will be weeks where I haven't written anything but I've written so much other stuff that I can just go through and like do new things but like yeah, like, today, getting a parking ticket. If I thought it was funny, I might have written down, you know. hmm Oh, or, like, all right, I was doing a commercial shoot earlier. Yeah, I'm big shit popping. Um, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> but, like, I, I wasn't getting paid. But, anyway, um, we were at Don Seafood. This is, like, two hours ago. And I have not eaten all day because the call time was 7 o'clock in the morning at whatever, wherever we were at beforehand. And then we went to Don Seafood. And they were like, all right, we're doing this food shot now. And they were like, "We're gonna have all this food on the table, but you cannot eat it." I don't know if you've ever been that hungry before, or you have not eaten breakfast or lunch, and it was noon. And they were just bringing out shrimp and shrimp po' boys, and then tacos and oysters. And then they told me to get out of the shot because my face—I literally had a, a 4 look on my face. I was like, "I was like, I'm so starving." It's the emo food yeah, commercial. I was, I was like, "Y'all, y'all," I was like, "I can't eat any of this." And they're like, "No," I was like, "This sucks." I might write that down. Like that's a that's a deal. Yeah, like I'm, you can make that into a joke. Yeah, you can make that a joke. Popeyes, like everyone's talking about it right now. I still haven't gotten it. Okay. I really want it.
0: It was actually really good. I like did not expect anything of it because it's just a chicken sandwich. Okay, but it was good.
1: Chicken sandwich for me. When I used to eat all the fast foods, it was always. I think the I think Chick Fil A was the first one, and then it. No, actually, I'm a, I'm going I'm to do a deep cut. The Whataburger Honey Butter Chicken mm. Biscuit was the best chicken sandwich in the whole wide world. Then Chick-fil-A. Then the, the the Hot and Spicy Chicken. Then Wendy's. But this Popeye's thing, it's got everyone talking. And, like, I kind of want to come out of my fast food retirement to try it.
0: Well, that's the thing. So I don't eat a whole lot of fast food anymore either. If yeah. I do, Popeyes is up there. It's good. It's consistently good. Especially living in Louisiana, Popeyes here is usually on point.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: If you go to Popeyes anywhere else, it's not. But I mean, I love Freddy's steak burgers. It's like my favorite burger in the universe. Mm-hmm. And I love Taco Bell. Other than that, I'm really not eating a whole lot of fast food. Mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't been to McDonald's in forever. I don't go to like Burger King
1: any it of that. Makes me sick. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah.
0: But so everyone's talking about this Popeyes chicken sandwich, and first of all, I'm like. I, I don't know the last time I ordered a chicken sandwich. That can That's going to be the most basic bitch thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, that's so lame. Like, a chicken sandwich. No. I want to get, like, spicy drumsticks and, like, have, like, a full-blown chicken meal. Like, a chicken sandwich to me sounds, like, Yeah, I'd rather, have
1: a, I'd rather have a two-piece.
0: Yeah. Well, so everyone's talking about it. So, of course, today I have no food at my house because mm-hmm. I'm not the most domestic. And I went, and the Popeyes was bursting at the seams. The line was around the block. The one down here on government. And... Is that bad? It was the line i walked in and there was like 10 people in front of me and as soon as i walked in like 10 more people came it was like uh, the line was going back down the bathroom Not hall that. it was very popping and then someone had messaged me and said like oh they ran out yesterday you better hurry so i'm like oh my god this is like an epidemic like a- and so i got the chicken thing and i ate it in my car and i put up my instagram stories and all that because everyone's like so invested in this and it was the first bite i was like this is just a chicken on some bread like it's good, but That's I don't understand. But I got into it, and they got, like, a spicy mayonnaise with, like, some pickles on there. It was very good. I rated it a 10 out of 10. But 10 out of 10? I will say, I've... I never go to Chick-fil-A. I... Chick-fil-A is, like, to me, very overrated. I feel like it's bland. Very overrated. Not interested. They're always closed. I feel like every time I go, there's, like, 7,000 people there.
1: Chick-fil-A is, like, the Hollister of... of it's, like, of. the
0: middle American, like, basic party. It's, like, I go in there, and, like, mm. everyone in there is just, like, so lame. And so... Preached I hate me out
1: how how nice they are. I'm like yes. you're lying. You're, yes. you're working fast. food.
0: Yes, but there is a really nice guy at the mall who's always giving me like mints and like he's always like coming to like wipe down your table. He works Chick Fil A. Anyways,
1: he's probably hitting on me.
0: I well, he's very old. I don't know.
1: Uh. It's
0: kind of sad. And then, but I just don't understand Chick Fil A. So, but now I feel like I have to go try a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, or else my interview, not interview, re- review of the Popeyes sandwich is like one-sided. Mm. Not that I'm like a, a chicken sandwich reviewer here, okay. but I feel like I've become one. Yeah. Anyways, it's very good you should try it, but maybe wait for it to die down. I doubt they're going to take it off the menu because it's created such a stir. Like, I think it's going to be there for a while.
1: It's very funny to see all the things on Twitter. I've been having yes. a great...
0: I need to follow you on Twitter. I don't know if I follow you. I bet you'd be funny because you're a comedian,
1: huh? My Twitter <laughs> is kind of weird. Like, I just started getting into Twitter maybe like a year ago. Um, I only, like, I was doing the whole, I'm not really going to be on social media thing anymore. And then I started doing stand-up. I was like, i got to promote everything. Yeah, it's free so, marketing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I put a thing about Popeyes on Twitter the other day. Because there was this... Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, Undercover Brother. But uh, it's mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin. It's, like, 2001. It's my, my dad's favorite movie. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, the premise is there's a black spy organization uh, called the Brotherhood. And then they're trying to take down the man, which is, like, white people. Yeah. And then the man takes, like, their equivalent of Obama... And, like, brainwashes him to instead of, like, running for president, imagine if Obama made his own chicken joint. <laughs> what? But the man, the man was trying, the man used the chicken to, like, control the minds of the black population to vote for their guy.
0: The sense of the Illuminati and it could be happening. Yeah. It could and, actually be happening right and now. And
1: so I, like, tweeted that this chicken sandwich is, like, the... Undercover Brother, Chicken the Dilemma and like Dave yeah. Chappelle's in it. And he's my favorite and it's Dave Chappelle. Eddie Griffin, Dave Chappelle. Um God damn, there's so many good people in it. I'll
0: have to link that movie in the show notes because yeah. I undercover have not brother. Heard
1: of it. you uh, undercover but brother But I'm
0: also really bad with movies, like I don't know
1: anything. It's so corny, but it's so funny. Like Corny is good. It's I I'm I'm my cheeks hurt just thinking about it right now. But like that's I'll t i will tweet about that and I just tweet about random stuff. Um,
0: well, who are some of your favorite people to follow on Twitter that are funny?
1: my oh, my God this sounds stupid. my little brother
0: really <laughs> yeah. is he a comic too No <laughs> he's little, just naturally a comic My
1: brother uh, one of my, I'm the oldest of like six my brother's oh, now, wow yeah my the oldest one of my youngest younger brothers is 19 and he's just wildin' and if he if he hears this, uh, I'm gonna snitch on you one day I just haven't decided when because he just curses and it, but he'll like going back to the Popeyes thing, he was like, they retweeted this thing. And he was like, sometimes it'd be your own people. And it was a Chick-fil-A worker in Popeye's. <laughs> and then my brother retweeted it. And he was like, I went to work with that guy. And I was like, "What? that's funny to me. Like, like, I literally, most of my tweets are actually just DMs. And it's me DMing my friends here. Tweets that my brother tweeted. You should
0: make, remember text from last night? Yeah, I remember You should that. make, like, a page, and it's, like, tweets from my brother or something. Tweets? And, like, just screenshot all of them and, like, make it a meme account.
1: Yeah. It's sometimes, sometimes he'll be, like, he'll curse, and I'm, like, I'm telling dad. <laughs> like, that's, but, yeah, no, he's my favorite. Um, all right, this is going to be bad. That, and then I like watching, like, school fights. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: like Like, kids in the schoolyard, like, like punching, like, the really trashy ones, or, like the like, the, like the rich kids doing it?
1: Oh, all of it, it? all of it you don't have all, a special niche no it's like 30 like? second fights I watch it and it's like sometimes it's like brutal but like it's just very satisfying to see somebody getting like a little three piece combo hot and spicy and, then, <laughs> and they're on the ground and I'm just like I don't know why I'm watching this uh, <laughs> but I, I'll I'll watch so many of them
0: oh my goodness that's an interesting hashtag to go down it's how do you uh, find them is, is it like a hashtag or no, are you it's just a, like
1: there's a, there's a there's a profile 30 oh, second count? fights okay. it's like yeah I'm st-
0: it sounds like you're, like, one of those, like, crazy Craigslist guys with the foot fetishes, and you're, like, searching certain keywords mm-hmm. trying to get, like, <laughs> get your content for the 30,
1: day. 30-second 30 fights, and it's, like, just fights. Like, there's one. All right, like, I I, I I don't know why I'm saying this, but there was one where this guy, like, their the the stepdad was found out to be, like, abusing the mom. And the brothers found out, and they just like beat the oh, shit out of this guy. This
0: just sounds like watching cops, which I love it's watching cops. It's basically cops, but on Twitter. Cops is like one of my favorite shows of all time. I don't know why, because I don't really particularly like agree with a lot of things that the cops yeah. are doing, yeah. but the show—it's very entertaining. Oh my goodness! Like all the meth heads, and like sometimes they're on the roof, and they're like looking for cheese, and the cops are, like, "You need to get down here." And then they're like, "This is another day in Wasakachi County or whatever." And then it like goes to commercial, and then like it's over.
1: What's the blast of the I've been talking about this lately. My favorite show that I I think they need to bring back and partner with Tinder. You heard it from me first. You remember Next? No. From MTV? Oh, no. I didn't watch a whole lot of MTV growing up. It was either MTV or Spike. It was... All right. It was a dating show. It's like the trashy dating shows we were talking about. But you... (laughs) Imagine The Bachelor, right? But instead of like, they go, they live in this house and whatever. Imagine whoever, let's just say his name is, is Johnny Banrouge. Rouge. Johnny Banrouge Rouge Johnny is The Bachelor, right? And then they would bring in a bust of ladies, a bus, and they would go on a date with him one at a time and as soon as like a five minute date, like just, a, like, speed, like dating. speed dating. But, at any point, if he didn't like you, he could just say next, and then they had to get back on the bus. So it's like Tinder. I yeah. the swiping swipe it. Like, yeah, yeah. So wow. like my like I used to watch this all the time. The best thing in the whole world: someone just walk off the bus, a step, and you just hear next. <laughs>
0: like <laughs> you just saw it. <laughs> you like, saw it in real life.
1: Yeah, like, no, that's actually really smart. Yeah, you if you've never seen next, why like go look up an episode of next. I think it's I think it should come back. I think the this new generation would love it. And they should partner with Tinder. That just sounds a lot like sorority rush to me, honestly. Well, sorority rush. Yeah, like recruitment. <laughs> oh, 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 over my head. <laughs> and that's I'm yeah next story yeah. girl next but... cheaters cops. Um, those were my favorite like reality TV shows when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, cheaters I... especially because my dad lives in Dallas, so I knew all those places where they were going.
0: <laughs> How do you feel about Catfish?
1: I never watched the episode. But I mean, really? Yeah.
0: It's I, it's like a train wreck. It's one of those things where you just watch it and you're like, first of all, why is everyone on this show so unfortunate? looking? <laughs> that's, that's so mean. But like it's just like I don't know. Every episode is just like what is happening, and then just the whole like it'll be like, oh, I was pretending to be a 40 year old man, but I'm an 18 year old woman. <laughs> just like crazy stuff, and I'm like, oh no, oh, man. But I mean, I used to make like fake MySpace profiles with my friends, but we weren't like
1: trying to date people no
0: it's like we used to like you know prank call people and like send them pizzas and stuff too like it's just yeah.
1: <laughs> I've, had, I've had run-ins with that like when I was a kid I was dumb um, so yeah that would trigger me probably triggered yeah AIM you remember AIM oh yes I had Muffins a, are yummy with uh, a Z. Super F Omar because I was a big Rick James fan when I was in like fourth grade so it's Super Freak Omar <laughs> and I had a um, AIM girlfriend and my mom found out and my mom put me on punishment. And telling the story now is literally, it sounds so stupid, but the, I thought she was real because, <laughs> because they said she was the girl from the Wake Me Up When September's ends music video from Green Day. So now I hate Green Day, and I can't listen to that song.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, that and sounds a- like, remember Chat Roulette?
1: Yeah, I love Chat roulette.
0: So, Chat <laughs> was like super sketchy, and we would go on like FBLA like school trips. So, it'd be like, ooh, we're going to like the bat. because I'm from the Lake Charles area. Yeah. We're going to the Baton Rouge Mall. Like, I'm going to get some Abercrombie flip flops, 20 bucks. We don't have an Abercrombie in Lake Charles. Y'all went
1: to the Baton Rouge Mall as your school trip, too? Oh, yeah. That's like, what we have to do in Streetport. Oh, it Eighth was like trip the turn and, up. And we're like,
0: we're going to eat at what, Cheesecake Bistro? We're going to go to Abercrombie. <laughs> they have a wet seal, and it's twice the size of the one in Lake Charles. <laughs> and oh so we'd God. be at the Baton Rouge Mall, like, stunting. Yeah. And then, where was I going with this? Oh, so we'd be like staying at like the Embassy Suites or something for the conference. Yeah. And so all the friends we'd all get together and we'd have like someone's laptop and we'd get on chat roulette. Mm-hmm. And for all you youngins who might not know what chat roulette was, youngins. it was like it was like a we- a webcam app where like you would get on it and it was like um like a shuffle feature. You'd push like the button mm-hmm. and it would randomly pair you like, with someone else on their webcam. My
1: youth is and right And sometimes,
0: now. like, I had a really great conversation with this one guy. He was, like, from Belgium, I think, and he mm-hmm. was the guitarist of some metal band, and I'm still friends with him on Facebook, and he's, like, in a pretty decent-sized band, I think. But other times, you'd get, like, old men doing things on the computer, and so that's why it was, like, scary to do, because you'd be like, I didn't sign up for this. Well, once, I we ended up with the Jonas Brothers, and it was, like, them on the computer talking, we thought it was so cool and so real, and then we found out it was, like, a scam somebody had, like, hacked it to be like a video feed that it was like from a Jonas brothers on their webcam thing mm. and they were like doing it on chat roulette with people. We thought we were so cool. We were like we are just talking to the Jonas brothers. We're at the embassy suites like this what? is so amazing. And <laughs> it wasn't even real. But
1: I have a chat roulette thing. I used to do in high school, senior year high school, I had my laptop and we would let us do it. I was sitting in front of the class and the way the chairs were set up, like everyone could see your desk. I would have chat roulette going while the, while the class was going on. And That's was, cool. And I will just talk to people.
0: Do you remember, was it, not Bored Panda, but it was, like, something Panda, I think. And it was, like, one of, those, one of those websites where it had the shuffle feature where you click it and it just, like, puts you on some random website. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe yeah. it wasn't Panda. It was a. I think it is Bored Panda. It was something, yeah. And I found so many cool websites of, like, art. Like, artists and musicians, or whatever, just because, like, it'd be, like, you just click just a button and it equal. just, like, gives you this random website to check out. And I'm like, do people still do stuff like that? Because I feel like the internet was way cooler.
1: I, 20, I think the golden age was, like, 2010, 2010, 2011, like, everything, everyone was, like, kind of skeptical, but still open. I made, I made good friends off of Tumblr that I talked oh, to. Oh,
0: yeah. I had like, I like, Tumblr famous, like, when I was 15, and then I deleted the account, and then now I have, like, this lame Tumblr, and I never get on it.
1: I don't, my, my... Ripped to spread the tomfoolery. Um, it's alive, but I think like you can't look it up anymore. I think it's like deactivated. It's not deactivated, but it's like well, un-public. Tumblr
0: just got acquired by Verizon the other day, apparently. Oh wow! Because Verizon was acquired by someone else, I think. I could be don't Ugh. quote me on all this, but either way, Tumblr's going down. I think the only people like keeping it alive are all like the hardcore Taylor Swift fans, because she's very active on Tumblr. But I used to Donald go used to be hard really on Tumblr. On Tumblr.
1: Tumblr. And that's why I followed it because I got into like a lot of cool music because he would post on his Tumblr like this yeah is what I'm listening Tumblr
0: to. and MySpace were the golden places for music. I know yeah. so many bands and songs because it was like someone else's profile song mm-hmm. or because I saw it reblogged on Tumblr yep. and then it just phew, the internet exploded. It's, what happened?
1: I don't know. It's like. If you would have told me in, like, 2008 that Facebook would still be a thing, i said say, you're dumb. I can't wait for the next MySpace to well, come out. I
0: just remember when I first got Facebook, I was like, so what? I can't change the color? Like, why <laughs> is it blue? Like, I want it to be not my,
1: blue My first status on Facebook is, uh, how do I tell if people aren't online? Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't even have the instant chat feature yet. My
0: favorite thing ever is to, <laughs> I'm going to pull it up now, is to look at my memories. It'll be like, in 2009, I said this. Because you remember when the status was, like, Omar is Mm -hmm. blank, and so you'd fill in the blank. Yeah. And so now, when you look at those statuses, it'd be like reading a book, and I'm like, that's not a status. But that's what it used to be like. Oh my god. Because the way it would prompt you, and now it's like, what are your thoughts? Let's see what our my. How long have you been on Facebook? Since 2009, because I had MySpace. Like 07, 08, 09, and then Facebook was when I started.
1: I am two
0: thousand six. Ooh, look at you! How though? Because the I thought it was only for I'm college students. Cool. I'm a
1: very cool individual. I get in, where I, fit in. Um, I get <laughs> where I fit in. You can look at my Facebook. I don't like some of the pictures. Oh wait, not... two
0: thousand eight. So I was before two
1: thousand nine. Yeah. I have one from there. Yeah. See, I. uh Yeah, like my friends, their their uh, their brothers and sisters were in college, and so they just think, God, I was all in. It was weird, but like yeah, like my Facebook. I have pictures who are like that are unlisted but I can see them but no one else can they're just it's just young 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 me and I like look at them sometimes and I cry I'm like this is I said, I don't like time this is not no fun.
0: I yeah I keep having like midlife crisis moments it's like I guess quarter life crisis quarter-life, probably yeah. but like just living so close to LSU and like even the other day I went to like Izzo's and all the girls were coming in and they had just finished like doing their sorority whatever and they're all sitting there just like laughing and talking and I was just like I'm so depressed it's so sad because like I don't have friends like that anymore and it's It's just like it used to be so easy just like we're all gonna go to Izzo's real quick bye and now I'm like I have no friends I don't do anything
1: all my best friends moved out yeah same like I'm like damn I'm still in Baton Rouge like not Baton Rouge is cool I'm not gonna lie I like Baton Rouge but like but we're the only ones left. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> damn, like, you look around, you're like, god damn it. I, I got to put the team on my back? I don't like this. Um, I just
0: feel sad because it's like it wasn't that long. It I've it, officially been out of school longer than I was in school. And that's what creeped me out. Ooh. Because it's that time stretch of, like, the last, what, five years have felt fast. But that just made the four before that, like, even faster.
1: Yeah. But like, then
0: it also felt like a lifetime because, like, college – it feels like this whole other, like, parallel life I had. Yeah. But it was only four years. And knowing how fast the past five have gone, I'm like, that's so weird that it felt like it was longer,
1: but. It fuck oops. That's okay. You can uh, say words. I'm sorry, Jordan's mom. Um, <laughs> I told her I was going to apologize if I, if I dropped one of those. Um, <laughs> I was going to undergrad and then going back for grad. And then now I've been out of grad as long as I've been in it. So, like, cause I graduated in December 2016. Mm-hmm. I was like it's just weird. Like I'll I'll drive through campus because I still live by it or I still have and I still have friends who are on campus but mm-hmm. like it's just this is different and like you said it's like a parallel life and you you'll talk about it and like you know, I like, feel
0: like I've had like six lifetimes since then like I've been six different people since then. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, like when I graduated I was like, Oh, I'm gonna be doing, you know movies and art and stuff and now I'm like I do freelance and I do stand up and I produce a yeah, whole bunch same. of live of events
0: it part of me like has to remind myself like how much I have accomplished because I'll sit back and feel sorry for myself that I'm not like at a place I want to be mm. but then I'm like oh I'm only 26 like yeah well actually as of this podcast date that's going to get released it'll have been a day after my birthday so I turned 27 oh. on September 2nd this is coming out on the 3rd
1: Happy so, I'll be
0: 27. Delayed birthday? Yeah, it's it's a weird time warp with the podcast stuff, because I'm, like, recording. Are you doing, for are you doing something feature.
1: for your birthday? Can we just Probably mute
0: not. It? I mean, my birthday is always on, like, the first LSU home game weekend. September It's 2nd? on August 31st. It's Labor Day weekend. So, I'm shooting that game, and I'll Aww. be tailgating. That's probably going to be, like, my birthday celebration. Right. And then I'm going to be doing an arts market the September 1st, but this will have to come out after that. But uh. I'm just working on my birthday as usual. Hit me up. You gotta I, do labor on Labor Day, right?
1: Yeah. I gotta work something. No, no, the next weekend I'll be in Austin. Never mind.
0: Well, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, we just keep getting older, and it's so, like, it's supposed to be exciting, but it's not. <laughs> it's just sad.
1: I, I get excited for, like, weird stuff. Like, uh, my brother started, like, middle school, and I was like, hey, you should FaceTime. <laughs> like, like, that's cool. Like, but then, like, I've been, like, also, like, oh, when I graduated from undergrad you were like a baby oh never mind don't face mine me like I'll get excited and then de- like yeah it's weird it's weird I
0: don't know it, it is weird living close to campus and like going to tailgate and I do a lot of senior portraits on campus mm-hmm. and I just do a lot of work with LSU and, or the area in general mm-hmm. and it's so weird because it's like I don't feel like I'm any older than the people but then you see them like Talk for, like, five seconds, and I'm like, I don't even know what you just said. Yeah. And, like, your humor is different, and it's just a completely different (laughs) generation, and we're not that much older, but it's just, it's a parallel life, for sure, and it's very strange. So, I feel like there's not that strong of a community for people our age in Baton Rouge. It's getting better, but, like, we're in a very strange age group where, like, everyone here is, like, established, rich, in -hmm. the country club, has kids, all their kids go to U High.
1: Yeah.
0: They're rich. Or there's, like, you know, Tigerland lsu yeah whatever there's nothing in between young and
1: professional yeah. yeah young
0: professionals and just like young professional freelancers and i feel yes. like there's there's a group and it's small but like it's just not like there's nowhere i always say there's nowhere for us to go out like the way that it was like when you're in college or yeah. when you're like older like there's a like, radio bar and that's like it
1: yeah i'm hey, not knocking radio bar i've had great times there but uh, i'm tired of it but um, it's the only
0: place for people our age group is yeah what i'm saying like, and i go like, to hey rod
1: scan i'm like man i'm not forty. Um
0: yeah, it's it's just strange, and, like, when I go visit other cities, I feel like there's just a stronger, young, professional, like, crowd, but I don't know if it's, like, the grass is greener mentality, maybe I just see that because I don't live there, I don't no, know. I
1: th- no, I think you're absolutely correct, like, when I go to Dallas and I'm hanging out, like, I, you go to Deep Ellum, you're just like, oh, wow, you go to 6th Street in Austin, you're like oh, you just—you just, just mean tons of people your age. Or you're like, yeah, oh, and you're in cool, the cool, same cool.
0: situation. Like, we were just in Atlanta, and we went to, like, this bar, and it was everyone, like, our age. And like, we then st- we made friends with people. We all, like, ended up hanging out, and we yeah. don't even know anyone there. And it's just not the same here. I feel like everyone's, like, much older and has kids, and they're established, or they're younger, and they're, like, not going to the same places
1: well the weird thing is i think too and i tell people a lot of times what happened i think what happened is a lot of like staples of andrews like changed and moved and closed chelsea's Chelsea's, spanish moon chelsea's spanish moon those were kind of some of the places where you kind of could fill that gap and like because radio bar was like the young professional place but then it got once all those other places closed like everyone went there so i was like kind of weird to go there Well, I
0: like it because it's down the street and I can bring my dog there. And it is a cool spot. But I do worry because I'm like, I feel like that's all there is to do.
1: Yeah. And I I hate
0: saying that because people who listen to this are probably like defending like, oh, Baton Rouge is great. And I'm like, I'm not, it's just, I'm just saying.
1: Again, Radio Bar, you're amazing. Um, Quincy, if you hear this, please make me a whiskey and ginger on Friday. Um, (laughs) Just have it ready for me. But like, yeah. And then it's also like the weird thing about the city is like, it's kind of spread out. There's no like real concentration for... Mm -hmm places like for us to go out like um i used to go to Ben 77 on fridays because they have a lot of music but it's like again it's like 30s and up like it's not mm-hmm. that many young people or oliver twist is the same thing so it's yeah. like we don't have our own like designated place for young yeah. professionals or young freelancers yeah it is it is out. getting
0: better around here but that's what i'm saying like i run into you all these places and stuff but even still like i couldn't tell you like i don't hang out with anybody i don't really do anything it's yeah. i mean i I'm very much, like, working in the Baton Rouge area a lot. So I see people all the time at yeah. events I'm working. But as far as, like, just going to go chill or hang somewhere, it's I feel like it's lacking. And so it's getting better. But
1: I don't know. I'm excited for the the beer garden. I think the beer garden might be
0: Yeah, what's it where... called? Mid-City Beer Garden? Is that just what it's called? It looks like it's getting... I saw um, some posts that it's opening soon. I just it's like opening beer. soon,
1: yeah. I, I, and it's, like, apparently, like, whatever... It's supposed to be just, like, nice, good beers. And it's, like, right up the street from Radio Bar. So if you want cheap stuff, cheap beers, you go to Radio. And I think their they're plan is to, like, if you want, like, nicer imports and stuff, oh, go there.
0: Speaking of cheap beers. Yeah. So last night as of this recording was Wednesday and I've been to Rotolo's lots of times but that new Craft and Crust Rotolo's they opened I'd only been there like once well Wednesday's it's still the old $5 calzone night like they always had but all the pints are half off literally I got like a booty for $3 and I was like what have I been doing on Wednesday's and I I played bingo you
1: played bingo I played
0: bingo and I had a $3 beer oh my
1: goodness incredible on Wednesday's yeah what time
0: uh 8
1: I'll, I'll do. It. I'll skip an open mic for that. That's that's and it's right by. Maybe my house. you can
0: do an open mic at Rotolo's instead of uh, Bingo.
1: Well, I might. I have a I have a showcase at MidTap. Have you been to MidTap yet?
0: No, that's the new place that opened by Rouse's, huh? Yeah,
1: it's the new place that opened by Rouse's, but it's like self-serve. So Interesting. I'ma- imagine a bar where you don't have a bartender.
0: Well, Walkons has those tables that have like beer taps on the table, and you serve it yourself. But I've never tried it.
1: But it's but you have like a a, a wristband thing, or well, not a wristband. It's like a band that goes around like your chalice or your chalice pint or whatever. <laughs> well, you, you, you Your can, holy grail. <laughs> no, you can you can get a legit chalice or a collar wow. or whatever. And then they have a whole bunch of taps and then you just put your band up and then it unlocks the tap and you can pour it and it'll tell you, hey, you poured that is the future. so many ounces and then it's like this beer is like a Peeps is a PBR for the, for the, those uneducated is is like is like eighteen cents per ounce. So oh my that, gosh! You know, you know, but they don't have it every time. They have a rotating list of like different craft beers and IPAs. That's and stuff pretty like that. cool. Um, so we do a show there every other week. It's a showcase on Tuesdays. Um, it's called Tap in Comedy because whatever. Yeah. Um,
0: well, sorry we got kind of off the comedy subject. We've no, just been chatting, chatting, cool. but where. Where are all the places that you're doing stand up? Like, where can people like come to see you in
1: uh, that yeah, For no show comedy, what everything I produce, uh, our main flagship showcase is actually right up the street at uh, the Guru, which is yeah. uh, in the circa 1857 like complex. Uh, we do that usually on the third or fourth Monday every month. Um, we have our open mics. We have two open mics that we run right now uh, weekly. Uh, one is called Third Show. We're not good with names. Um, that's at <laughs> Cadillac Cafe off of Blue Bonnet uh, every Tuesday starts around 8.30 uh, then we have another show called Another Show at City Bar again we're not good at names um, <laughs> that's every Thursday at uh, City Bar and it's different I'm not I, I know people are like ugh City Bar no. <laughs> it's cool like because we do it downstairs and it's like on a Thursday so it's like a really different crowd that comes in just for that and then it's a, yeah. it it's feels different Um, and like we you know we do that and then we have tap in comedy every other Tuesday at Mid Tap, and then sometimes we do a show called No Hangovers at Brickyard South. We're really busy. Um,
0: yeah, so it's not just you. You're producing these things. So you have other comics that are. Your-
1: yeah, no show comedy uh, is a, it's not just myself. A lot of people think it's just me. Uh, it's myself. Uh, we're we're a team. It's me, uh, Terrence Delane. I love a, him. He's a comic and in Rouge Mid City T actually that's he. He'll, he's gonna laugh when I say that because that's his new name because he moved to the Garden District um, <laughs> wait really yeah he's li- my
0: neighbor where's he at he lives off of, uh, wait don't say it on the podcast yeah, yeah. I don't want people
1: to come like he lives, back his he's house. Al- he lives around here okay but, cool uh, Yeah, know. so he's been living here um, and now he's called mid CDT uh, George Casillo he does like craft design yeah, and yeah. photography for us me and him split some of the art uh, responsibilities uh, we have a, a young guy named Jeremiah who's like the nicest human being ever uh, Jeremiah Turner, uh, he just graduated from theater at LSU, uh, but he also does a, you know amateur photography and graphic design. Um, and then we have uh, Akeem. I don't know if I ever introduced you to him. Akeem Akeem, Akeem?
0: Akeem that used to work at Ud Crescent? Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, he used to be in art history with us too. I yeah. think, at some point. Yeah. No, he never.
1: No, no. no. I met oh, him, I knew him from maybe student government. Things. You met you met you know him from student government, but okay. he, yeah, I, I met him in improv. That's the weird thing. Interesting. About, I didn't yeah.
0: realize he was part of all that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so he's I like our um, like outside partnership consultant and a marketing consultant. So he does like some of our marketing plans. He like looks at kind of what we're doing, kind of helps us, especially with copy and stuff. And then now that we're doing these. Um, pop-ups so we do pop-ups out outside of uh, Baton Rouge now so we went to New York in June I don't know why my voice is cracking Uh, I'm still growing up Uh, we went to New York in June Uh, And we did a pop-up in Brooklyn, and that was really, really cool. We uh, hosted a show and and produced a show there. Uh, in September 7th, we're going to be in Austin, Texas.
0: Okay, so that's right after this comes out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Austin, Texas at Modern Rocks Gallery. It's a uh, rock and roll photo gallery uh, space. Cool. Um, We're going to be doing a show there. And then October, uh, we're going back to New York. October... Nineteenth, we're doing a debate. Uh, so Akeem just graduated from uh, NYU Tisch. Um, so we're doing a uh, like comedian debate, and then um, debating about different topics, topics like politics and like race and kind of like the state of America and stuff like that. And it's then, like a
0: funny debate or like uh, a just a debate.
1: No, it's. Talking about, like, kind of some of the questions, like, we were talking about, like, freedom of speech and, like, how that affects us. And then, like, in relationships and some of those topics. Okay. So it's a little more of a serious. Yeah, it's actually really serious. But then afterwards we're doing the pop-up and we're going to have all the people on the debate do sets and, like, talk about their, like, actually do their their, their act. And then November I think we go to Chicago. Wow. So
0: you're, like, really doing this every Yeah.
1: And then December we're going to, um, December 9th through the 12th we're going to be in L.A. I don't know the exact date, but... That's very cool. I, yeah, so we've been doing that, and that's cool. And we do all the shows in town, and...
0: You're making it happen.
1: <laughs> oh, hopefully. We're... I'm very tired a lot. There's a lot of late nights. Two nights out of the week, I'm up until at least midnight or yeah. one. Um, but it's really fun. Like, I love it. I love all the bad news comedy people. There's so much talent in town that, like, people have no idea about. Yeah. And then, like, just trying to get, it, like, exposure and, like... We do really well for No Show because I think one of the things that we're good at is like everyone kind of knows kind of like either production or like how to do design or photography. So we kind of like produce and Mm -hmm. produce media and we're kind of breaking into a little bit more of just like producing events for people instead of like just doing comedy. Um, So that's kind of how we're hopefully getting a little bit more traction and gaining, putting eyes on Bandage Comedy. But we have some of the funniest people I've ever met in my time. It's just
0: really funny that once again I suck that I haven't been because I literally know everyone on your team yeah. like now that you've truly because I didn't realize all those people were all part of the same yeah. Yeah. Uh, organization or and fan. I'm like well I know everybody so I should probably come you, to a show you should come yeah I will I will
1: I will, I will give. keep sending me
0: Facebook invites I just never check my Facebook notifications anymore because I will, I
1: will message you a bunch send of random email. stuff okay I'll send you email and Be like hey I think you should come to the show It'll please do please yeah. do we've had cool people um Last Sunday we had uh Dan Saint Germain, he's uh, from HBO, Comedy Central. Oh wow. The Guru. Yeah, that was cool. We did a brunch show. It was the first time we ever did that. We had mimosas on deck. I was getting really litty.
0: Mimosas on deck. Yes. Sign me up.
1: Yeah. Um but we're like sponsored by Abita too, so like sometimes... Very they'll, cool. They'll well, I'm drinking
0: this. a purple haze right now, Abita. Why don't you sponsor me?
1: Uh hey, Abita. <laughs> Skip. If Skip my man Skip who's the Abita rep, here's this. Send I'll... me some strawberries. Yeah, no, I can I can get I can I can help that. Um but, yeah, so they, we'll That's have free cool. Abita at some of our shows. And, very cool. and all of our open mics have a Abita special while we run them. So, if you go there, you get, like, at a City Bar, it's $2.50 Abitas while we're the show.
0: Yeah. That's cheaper than a PBR, like radio. $2.50 $2.
1: Abitas every Thursday at City Bar. I just want to put that in the microphone. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Well, hopefully everyone that, I mean, most people that listen to this podcast live in Baton Rouge and surrounding areas. I can see that from my handy-dandy stats. Yeah. But if you're not from Baton Rouge and you can't take part in all this just keep up with omar because yeah. maybe he's coming to your city soon with his people
1: yeah it's very um, possible i'm i'm touring myself so that's yeah it's fun it's uh it's cool to hit the road and like do stand up in other cities but um don't be afraid to message me even if you're like trying to get in the stand-up or you want to yeah. ask me questions like i get a lot of that and like some of the stuff like how do you start and all of that or you know just come to open mics and it's so fun and it's like a it's a really nice community we're we're a close-knit especially in Baton Rouge, like, It's not that many people who do stand-up comedy, so we all, like, stick together, and we, like, sometimes we'll hang out and have game nights, and we'll go out and drink, and, or, uh, we all went to go see Avengers Endgame together, and that was the funnest thing in the whole world. (laughs) Like, um, I did, I I was supposed to buy everybody's ticket, but then someone, it was like a miscommunication, so I said I bought his ticket, but apparently I bought someone else's ticket, and not his, so he had to sit in my lap the entire Endgame. Y'all are
0: truly comedians. Yeah.
1: It was amazing. I mean,
0: that doesn't casually happen to anybody else.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, we love each other.
0: Well, where can everyone find you and No Show and keep up with everything that's happening?
1: Uh, if you want to find No Show, we are at No Show Comedy on Facebook. Well, it's the No Show Comedy on Facebook. Don't get Don't get me started on that. <laughs> Someone won't give us no show comedy but they haven't done anything I I hate them I
0: used to be at jordan.heffler because I had like a random relative that was at Jordan Heffler and I had to keep waiting and then one day he changed it so I snatched it (laughs) but yeah yeah, I I, know this yeah I
1: want to fight that person Uh, but it's the no show comedy at facebook uh, no show comedy instagram twitter Uh, we have our own website Uh, Check us out there. We have, you know, we keep up the calendar and everything. If you want to find me, uh, it's at Omar Finley on all social media platforms. Uh, But the O is a zero because there is apparently another Omar Finley out there. I don't know what kind of people name their child's conflicting culture names, but... I don't like that person either. Well,
0: um, just get more famous, and then you can contact Instagram and be like, I need the handle.
1: Well, I mean, Zero Omar zero Omar Finley is pretty cool. Like, it's, it's, pretty it's, cool. The, it's the number zero. It looks cool. I think it's easy. Um, But, yeah, follow me on those, and, like, I'll, I post on, uh, and I have a website, too, omarfinley.com. I try okay. to post on, like, where I'm, where I'm at and stuff. I'm going to be updating. I'm going to be in Dallas next month. I'm going to be at Austin next month, and then all the New York stuff and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to link all these things in the show notes, and you can find the show notes in the description of this episode, the links and all that. So, I'm pumped. Thanks yeah. for coming
1: on the show. Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to Do What You Want Radio. As always, you can find all the tools and links that are referenced in this week's episode at dowhatyouwantradio.com in the show notes. If listening to this podcast has brought you any value at all, please take a moment to go subscribe, rate, and review Do What You Want Radio so that I can continue to reach creatives just like you and me. Doing this podcast is a lot of fun, but it takes a lot of work as well. And I do it all by myself. So I really appreciate those of you who keep listening week after week. You've already dedicated a lot of your time to listening to my voice, talking too fast probably. But if you're not tired of me yet, you can keep up with me, my photography work, and the creative services, products, and workshops I offer at jordanheffler.com and at jordanheffler on Instagram. If you want to be hardcore informed, subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get a free branding worksheet, as well as weekly tips and promotional offers for my digital products and merchandise like Lightroom presets, Instagram overlays, t-shirts, hats, and everything else you didn't know you needed. You can sign up at jordanheffler.com slash subscribe. Thanks again for tuning in to Do What You Want Radio. I just want to let you know that you're probably doing a great job and you probably deserve a beer, so go get one. See you next week.